conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion... Folks, welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that gets so horned up for Elvis Presley. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how horned up are you for Elvis? The second this movie comes on, immediately horny. Yes, obviously. Just so horny. For, for our corporate facsimile of Elvis Presley. I cannot freaking wait to hear what you thought of this movie. I think I told you this, but, um, you know, I love... Bye Bye Birdie so much Yes. that once upon a time, a few weeks ago, I turned on like a Broadway playlist and a song from this movie slash show came on and I was like, oh my god, who cued this up? I didn't. Gage is like, Anna, you love Bye Bye Birdie. Why are you acting like you don't? I was like, I know I do, I know I do, but it's just not very cool, but I love Bye Bye Birdie so much. I... I get so frustrated when people that I know that love things try mm-hmm. to act cool or, or gain the approval of others around them by pretending they don't actually like something when I know that they do. Own it. It's much more interesting if you actually like things. Let's take a second, though, to recognize the fact that Gage knows I like By My Birdie, so I don't know why I pretended I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> like, it just overtook my body. I need him like, to think he's that I'm not- cool. Literally, like, we've been together for five, for four and a half years. He's really going to start thinking I'm lame now? Like, <laughs> okay, well, I guess that's what I thought in that moment. This will make and break Ew. our relationship. Literally. Ew, who cued this up? Looks at him. More like bye-bye Anna kicks you out of the uh, car. I was driving. <laughs> Even better. God. <laughs> Did had, Has Anna seen this before? Uh, yes. I don't know if she's seen okay, the movie. Good. She was in the pit for the musical at her high school. Amazing. So Amazing. I started watching the movie today and she came in and she was like, just the shrill singing is giving me war flashbacks. As it should, honestly. As it should. Um, I... Just loudly stir that cap back on that water bottle. I'm drinking a smart water and everybody's going to know. Okay, wait. Have you seen the thing? It went viral on Twitter recently. The videos of people who, like, do random shit on TikTok lives. Like cooking and stuff? No, they'll be, like, pretending to be, like, an AI and they will just respond to people sending them gifts, basically. It's so dystopian. No, I've not seen that and I hope I never do. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's now... But now they've started showing up on my TikTok, and I'm like, stop showing me these things. I don't want to see Man, this. Dan, now that you said it, they're going to show up on mine. I'm yeah. going to be spooked. You're welcome. I just want to open my own bottles of water in peace, you know? You could do that don't if wanna... you just stirred, stirred, spun quieter. I, I thought I was being quiet, but I guess this microphone's a lot more. Can you hear it now? Yes. Oh. Well, it's going to be a long episode. Sorry, everyone. Smart waters. I'm a spiller, Dan. Oh, okay. Listen, flavored smart waters were on sale at the grocery store, and you know a girl had to scoop them up, okay? I've never had flavored smart water. Why would I? I don't like zero-calorie drinks outside of water. Oh. Don't fuck with me. I want to feel satiated. What the fuck? He's trying to drink all his calories. No yes, shame. I'm but doing the opposite damn. of what they tell you when you're dieting. <laughs> I'm the opposite of a diet. I just really love beverages, but I don't love sweet things. So flavored water is like my peak. Our mm. fridge is constantly stuffed with flavored water or, and everybody at work was making fun of me for this. Sometimes I take like, if, I, if I'm feeling a little particularly dehydrated, mm-hmm. I'll take, like, a water and pour a little bit of Gatorade in it. Uh, wow, you're so bad. It, I'm so bad. 
Don't tell anyone. <laughs> are, are these regular Gatorades or the Gatorade Zeros? No, it's usually regular Gatorade. Okay. But good. that's because that stuff makes my stomach upset. If it's like fake sugar, it makes my stomach upset. Okay. Meanwhile, I'm out here. I bought the big tub of Gatorade powder and I'm just scooping it into my water bottle. Like it's protein? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Two scoops of Gatorade. Ew. Shake it up. <laughs> I can oh, levitate Lord. after enough. <laughs> Have you ever had liquid IV not not sponsored? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love okay, liquid I, IV. I just bought more. I do too, but I have to put half a package in. I poured a full package in I on my bike ride yesterday. I was like, I could use another. Uh, I take my I've hydration seriously. So do I, but like, I want to be, I want to be, be pissing glass, translucent. Period. Period. By the way, listen to our new dieting podcast, Piss in Glass, available wherever <laughs> podcasts are sold. That's Dan, right, you have to pay we, for this one. We should not be diet gurus <laughs> by any means. I'd be like, I don't know, what's a health tip? Start every day with a smoothie, but chase that smoothie with some goldfish. <laughs> diet guru. <laughs> Kill two birds with one stone. Goldfish smoothie. <gasps> they go down better when they're liquid. Ew. I have been in my smoothie era, though. What? I make a lot of smoothies at home for myself. When does era begin? Eras have beginnings and ends. Yeah, you, my You're assuming this will era. end at some point? Well, I hope not. Oh, I'm in my I wordle just, era. You probably are. I'm still in it. Yeah, you could still be in it. Nobody said you had to rush out of it. I'm in my, I don't know. I'm in my birdie era, my bye-bye birdie era. Period. I'm always in my bye-bye birdie era. There is no beginning and no end. That's just eternal. <laughs> Time is a flat bye-bye birdie. True. I uh, fucking love bye-bye birdie. Well, anyway, the movie that we're talking about today is bye-bye birdie. Mm -hmm. I know you're surprised by that. Released in 1963, directed by George Sidney. Can you name anything else that George Sidney directed? Um, You've probably seen one of them, two of them. Mary Poppins? No. Okay. Is it another musical? Yes. Is it something Dick Van Dyke is in? I don't think so. Okay. So, no, he did not direct Mary Poppins again. That's why I guessed Mary Poppins. Okay, 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 okay. Hmm, a musical, a musical from that same era in the 60s. Jeez, Jesus Christ Superstar, the that's the 70s. The 50s are going backwards, not forwards. 50s, 50s, 50s. Popular musicals. It's a musical movie. Hmm. Yeah, there are two musical movies that, or I guess three, that he directed that I have heard of. I've heard of more, but I actually am familiar with their concepts. One from 1950, one from 1951, and one from 1953. Is one of them Yankee Doodle Dandy? No. Dang. Okay. Minus the blackface. It's a great movie. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's a powerfully charged statement. I just, I'm sorry, everyone. Um, He also directed one, uh, actually, there are more that you would have known. Um, he directed one in 1945 him. with Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly in it. I don't... Is it Guys and Dolls? No, it is, uh, about people in the Navy. People in the Navy? 42nd Street? No. What is it? Anchors Away. Oh, I don't know that one. The other ones that I've heard of are Annie Get Your Gun. Oh, shoot. You should have burned at Peter's. I didn't realize. She's in the revival. Uh, so was Showboat Reba at one point. <gasps> I know. I used to sing a song from Showboat um, in voice lessons. Oh, and Kiss Me Kate. Oh, I, I sing a song from Kiss Me Kate too. <laughs> Fudge. He also Aww. did uh, Viva Las Vegas with Elvis Presley. <gasps> Viva Las Vegas, also by far Elvis's best movie. Wow. Of the two that I've seen, it's by far the best. Uh, it's much better than It Happened at the World's Fair. Mm, you've never seen Blue Hawaii? I have not. 
I can't remember. One of them actually has Anne Margaret in it. I think it is Viva Las Vegas. Is it? Yes. Mm, very anyway, nice. Uh, written by Irving Brecker. Can you name anything that he wrote? Um, I'm going to say Viva Las Vegas. No, he is an unreaded, uncredited writer on The Wizard of Oz. Oh. So you've seen his other work. He also wrote... I've been in his other work. Oh. I, I've Multiple been times. in Irving. Uh, based Ew. on the musical Bye Bye Birdie uh, by Michael Stewart and Lee Adams. Mm-hmm. Produced by Fred Colmar. Can you name... Nope, this is a different person than I thought it was. Oh, I was like, this is so many can I names and I can't name anything. I thought Fred Colmar had something to do with Mary Tyler Moore. He didn't. Oh. Uh, starring Janet Lee, Dick Van Dyke, Anne Margaret, Maureen Stapleton, Bobby Rydell, Jesse Pearson, and Ed Sullivan as Ed Sullivan, the character. Ed Sullivan. Music by Johnny Green, Charles Strauss, and Lee Adams. Okay. Uh, Charles Strauss, the songwriter, he also wrote songs for a number of musicals, including Annie. Oh, he's canceled. What? I hate Annie. Why? It's so blah. (laughs) My brother was in Annie in eighth grade because he was in a class Mm -hmm. and everybody was in it. Uh, He was Mm -hmm. cast as FDR, so he didn't have to sing or dance. Oh my god, amazing. Living the dream. I just don't like Annie. Like, one of my dream roles is to play Miss Hannigan. Okay. But I will hate every child that I'm in the show with. It's a good thing that you direct children's theater. No, this is a choice. This is a choice (laughs) for the role. I will use this to be, I will be angry the whole time. See, that's the thing. I sit here, I'm like, I don't like kids. And then I walk up to some of the kids in the shows I'm in, and I'm like, my sweet angel baby sent directly from heaven. My You're dearest, so perfect. Best you are a friend. Literally, I love these kids. They're wonderful. Inside anyway, of you, there are two wolves. One that hates kids and one, one that likes them. them. Uh, released on Literally. April 4th, 1963, with a budget of $5 million, it made $13.1 million at the box office. Uh, nice. Rotten Tomatoes is an 86% approval rating. Should be higher. A poppy satire on pop music. Bye Bye Birdie is silly, light, and very, very pink. It's refreshing. It's like eating a sorbet. Hmm. Am I wrong? No, that's a good description. It is like eating it. It's very light, very airy. Like a, yeah. But not in the way that diet soda is. You still get something. You still get some calories from it. It's giving like a, a nice little like strawberry basil sorbet. Mm-hmm. Wow, delicious. I'm scooping it up. When was the first time you saw Bye Bye Birdie? Oh my God, eons ago, Dan. Eons, wow. Eras I mean, I know. Ago. I watched it once on, on Turner Classic Movies. Like my mom likes, I, it's just always been a part of my life. And it's okay. just, like you said, like, it's just so light. Like, it's not in any way anything. It's harmless. It's just a light little show, mm-hmm. you know? How about you, besides the fact that I know the answer? Today. I, it was about three hours ago, four hours ago. <sighs> are you... I don't even know what to say. Well, are you upset that I hadn't seen it prior? Or are you like, uh to watch it again for the very first time. Both. Because, like, I can't imagine not knowing these songs. They're just some of my favorite songs in musical theater. Mm-hmm. And also because... How did you not know them before now? How? Did you know any of Bye Bye Brady's story before this? Like, did no, you know I had Elvis? no idea the plot, any of it. The, I, the only thing I had heard was put on a happy face. Well, that makes sense. You're a big DVD fan. I didn't even know Dick Van Dyke was in this until I started watching it. I was like, what? He's here? Okay, I'm in. No, I knew nothing. I knew nothing about this. I really assumed a lot. I really assumed you knew way more. I don't know why. I just assumed. Wow, you know what they say. 
when you assume you make an ass out of bye bye birdie truly it rhymes um yeah what do you before i give you my thoughts on it what are your thoughts overall it seems like you love it love bye bye birdie like i said like i'm gonna say this so many old movies that i do enjoy hearkening back to what i just said jokingly but not jokingly about yankee doodle dandy Mm-hmm. So many older movies that I enjoy have something about them that makes me not happy. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like in, in this one, these... is it the statutory nature of the ideal relationship? We're not going to unpack that. Okay? okay. I'm talking like there's no racism in this movie that I can remember off the top of my head. Please God. Well, no yeah, racism. there's no racism because they got rid of all Thank the minority you. people when they adapted it. We don't love that, okay? We don't love that. But the music is fun and light. You know, the story's cute. I'm just saying. That's it? Yeah, I just... Dan, sometimes it's really hard to watch. I don't mean to sound like, you know, the kind of liberal the Republicans really, really dislike. (laughs) But I am, so I'm going to say it anyway. Um, I, I, it's really hard for me to watch movies knowing what I know mm-hmm. from older periods and, like, see mistreatment of children or women, sexist comments, racist comments, racist behaviors, and, like, just sit with it. I mean, I hope that's how we all feel when we see those kinds of things, you know? Like, yeah. Like, more than a little uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think there are still ways and, to interact with and enjoy those movies. Absolutely. You just like, have to also be cognizant of the, the, the metatextual aspects going on. Absolutely. So, like, I know I'm comparing this to something that's significantly older, but since we were just talking about it, it's just, like, kind of stuck in my mind right now. So, like, I think about when I, when I watch... Yankee Doodle Dandy Mm -hmm. and how there's a very, very inappropriate scene that is, you know, reflecting vaudeville and uh, blackface and how horrible that is. But it's it's interesting because it, it very much circles on the idea of we have to learn about these things or else it's the history will repeat itself. You know what I'm saying? Mm hmm. Same with this, but to a lesser degree. I mean, obviously, I would not compare the plight of, you know, black people in America to being a teenage girl. But, like, the way women are treated in... Re- you know what I'm trying to say? No, like, I know you what you're trying see, to say. That's just... Like, women are treated more as objects in this movie and just in general. Like, the whole plot is about the fact that you know, Hugo's girl, his girl, mm-hmm. has a crush on a celebrity. Yeah. And, it, and it's not the same. She's but his property. Yeah, and it, it's it's not the same, no. but it's seeing things and going, okay, this isn't right. Yes, it's something that happened, but we know better and we know not to do that again. Yeah. But we need to be aware of those things. So that they don't happen again. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, That's like yeah. really dumbing down social and like racial and just injustices everywhere. I mean, there's the, but, the those who don't acknowledge or learn history are doomed to repeat it. Exactly. And so that's like why, you know, I'm not saying you should run out and write a play that takes place in 1904 and start using slur words just because it's what was appropriate back then. Mm-hmm. But Even said it in 2023, just start using slurs. Why not? Uh, maybe don't, though. <laughs> maybe don't. Add some spice but, to your life. Start throwing out slurs left and right. See how other people react. Please, Don't God, actually I, do that. I don't have the patience or the energy. <laughs> no slurs. No slurs. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, I, It's like one of those things like, yes, you can... I'm not saying you should go, okay... I'm going to write a play that takes place in 1902. And there are some pieces of, like, you know, art where people do do that, like 12 Years a Slave and things like that, where, you know, certain terms are used where it does make sense in the context. Yes. But, like, more speaking more specifically about 
um, period pieces and when they were made, we can't just banish all these things that were made in that time. No. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying we need to force anybody to watch them, but we need to, like, say, okay, things were different then. What were they doing that we could avoid and do better today? There is, on, on the first DVD releases of all the Looney Tunes cartoons... <gasps> I know exactly what you're going to say. Yes, go there on. There is both a information screen that comes up every time you start mm -hmm. the DVD... And, like, a three-minute video with Whoopi Goldberg in it basically explaining exactly what you're talking about. And I think that's a good way to go about it. Yes, I think Whoopi would do a much more eloquent, um, you know, description than what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I feel like they would have written a script and <laughs> Whoopi would have, like, practiced. But, I mean, it's it's def it's absolutely that. And, like, sorry, I'm on such a such a soapbox right now but it's like sitting with the discomfort so that you can become a better person yes yeah i don't necessarily experience that when i watch this watch compared bye -bye to some Bernie. other things <laughs> real, no but like a, a real connected topic to this film there's literally songs in this movie that i'm like the lyrics themselves are very unacceptable and very like this woman is mine sure you don't think so? No, I agree with you. But uh, yeah. I have a lot easier time um, dismissing music than I have dismissing other um, aspects of things that have not aged well. I guess that's know. fair. Because I feel like music is so much more like, again, unless you're using like slurs and stuff like that, I... I can see why where that's coming from. Yeah, uh, but you, have you seen the the musical version of this, like the stage version, the original stage version? I've only known of one place that put it on. Okay. And I didn't know they put it on until after it was closed mm. because I was still in college. So no, I've never seen it on stage, and I feel like everybody I know has done it, and I really want to audition My for dad it. Was so in Bye Bye let me know. He's not an actor. Who, who he was, was he? in high school. Uh, who was he? He was not. He told me the name. Um, was he Bob? Bob Precht? I don't remember. He was not Is a main he featured character. featured ensemble? You can say featured ensemble. There's no shame. No, he had a name. Okay. He was a named character. Um, I'll go over the differences between the actual stage musical in the movie, but one thing to put a button on this conversation. In the musical, uh, Dick Van Dyke's mother is portrayed as a recalcitrant racist. Is she really? Yeah. I guess I because I mean Rosie is Hispanic in the musical. Oh yeah. And they cut the entire song about her being Latin from the movie, don't they? Yes. Spanish Rose. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Ugh. I, okay, this is going to sound really bad. So, when I watch this movie, and I think of the mom, the grandma, or um, Dick Van Dyke, the woman who plays Dick Van Dyke's mom, uh -huh. all I think of of her is when they're singing the What's the Matter with Kids Today song, and she keeps trying to put her head in the oven. <laughs> she, what's the matter with kids today keeps trying to put her head in the oven and she gets thwarted by the power of electric appliances it's hilarious to me and it should it's such a dark joke but it's like low-key funny i, I, I feel thought like, that was great yeah i don't know if that would fly today but that cracks me up okay anyway we can get started yeah let's get into the movie um <sighs> so it starts off with teen idol Rock and roll star, Conrad Birdie. Mm. He's received his draft Not, notice. <laughs> never heard of a sexier name in my life. Do you know what his name is making fun of? Elvis Presley. Conway Twitty. Oh, really? Yes. I didn't even realize that, but that's so stupid because it's about Elvis. It is, but they just took the name from Conway Twitty, who was a teen idol at the time. Oh, I just assumed Elvis. It's all about Elvis. Yeah. All about Eve? No, all about Elvis. So Period. all of his teenage girl fans 
Um, they are just over the beside moon, themselves. but the opposite. They're under the moon, beside themselves, mm-hmm. horrified. They can't put them in the army. They march on Washington. Mm-hmm. They got signs. They do. They're picketing. This is, this is all also explained to us in a newscast by John Daly, who, when he popped up, I was like, I didn't know he's in this. See, Hi there, star-studded. sir. Star-studded. This is very similar to the first episode of Green Acres. Oh, God. Where John Daly also gives a fake newscast explaining the whole conceit of the show. Oh, Lord. John Charles Daly is best known for being the long-running game show host of What's My Line for 25 oh. years. Actually, 17 years. <sighs> you know where my my loves my love lies. Um, uh, yes. So also at this time, uh, songwriter Albert Peterson, um, who cannot write a song, he cannot come up with a song, his only friend is a pigeon, He's literally fighting for his life and his yeah. career. Uh, he cannot come up with a song He for Conrad to sing before he goes into the army. Mm. Um, the song's already playing in my head for the record. So he comes up with a plan with his girlfriend, Rosie, who mm-hmm. she, I guess, comes up with the plan first. And then when she comes back, she sees him sitting in the window talking to the pigeon. Is like, no, don't kill yourself. Don't commit suicide. <laughs> There's a lot of suicide jokes in this in this movie. <laughs> I love it. Very fun. I, I Sorry love, to everyone. <laughs> I love World War II veterans at least trying to come to terms with their experiences in the war. Well, <laughs> you wanted something light and uplifting. Instead, we gave you two suicide jokes. <laughs> they come up with a plan to convince Ed Sullivan to have Conrad perform the song One Last Kiss on the oh, Ed Sullivan amazing. Show. Uh, and then kiss a random high school girl. Okay, pause. We're already at something that doesn't sit right with me, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna just move forward. What about because... what about it doesn't sit right with you? It's a symbolic kiss, aside from the whole statutory stuff. She's a child. Yeah, she could have at least been eighteen, bare hey, minimum. Hey, I have a question. Hey, what? Just about the time. Um. Uh, Elvis Presley met Priscilla Presley around this Please same don't. time. Uh, Please don't do this to me. Do you want to do a Google search of how old she was? When she was they met? 14. There Dan. we go. I don't need to Google it. <laughs> Just, because I went through an Elvis phase, okay? Of course you did. All girls go through an Elvis phase. That's not true. All girls over the age of 50 at this point went through an Elvis phase? I don't know. I went through an Elvis phase. Um, Yeah, I know she was 14, okay? I'm just going to (laughs) cry. Like I said, friends, we don't do this stuff now. It might have been okay back then, but it's definitely not okay now. I mean, yeah. I I think for the time, this was nothing out of the ordinary. It was like, oh. My grandparents got married at 16 and 18. Let's just pause and think about that. Like, they... Things were... different back then they were she said uncomfortably also i think part of the thing is at the time in the popular conscience nobody considered this to be anything other than like oh childish fun it's a peck that's all it's gonna be she'll be happy that's it i guess but i feel like today if a celebrity kissed a teen girl on on tv it would be bad like, if Harry Styles just pulled the teen girl on stage, I don't care how bad she wants to kiss him. It Okay, I, I do want to say, it depends on where. A kiss on, on the, the lips, lips? Bad. Inappropriate. A kiss on the cheek? A kiss on the cheek? That's Innocent. different. Exactly. Maybe a kiss on the hand? Probably the safest Proper. Bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, a kiss Blowing on the a back kiss? of the neck? Oh, okay. Nope, nope. <laughs> You can't nope. see this. Anna just instinctually, uncomfortably rubbed her neck. She was like, not happening. Not going to happen. Oh, I'm protecting just... myself. No, thank you. I don't <laughs> want random. I don't care if, you know, any man I've ever said that was hot walked in this room and tried to give me a kiss on the like back of my neck without warning. My shoulders would go up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anybody just walked in and put your, their hands on your shoulders... 
if he's like, oh, comfortable massage, fuck out of here. That's creepy. I would, yeah, I don't like that. I don't mind, like, if Gage comes in and, like, gives me a hug from behind or whatever, but, like, circle back to we're engaged. <laughs> and if I tell him to stop, he will stop. So much more loving. I'll, I'll just put Anna in a headlock. I love that. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, my my hand goes in Gage's butt crack multiple times a day. <laughs> Ew, I didn't yeah. need to know that. Well, he has shorts on. I'm not just sticking it in there. Ew. Sorry. Anyway, speaking of butt crack, Columbus, Ohio is chosen as the location for Conrad's <laughs> I My soul just left my body, but also true. Uh, and they pick a random girl, Kim McAfee. As American as apple pie of a woman as you can be. Played by Anne Margaret. By the way, Anne Margaret, do you know uh, that she is Swedish? I think I did know that. Because she says things weird in this movie. Sometimes when she's talking, I'm like, ma'am? She moved to the U.S. um, right around... Wait, when did she move here? Her father emigrated to the U.S. in 1937. I think she lived in the U.S. her whole life. She just has Swedish parents. But she was oh, born she in says Sweden. things weird sometimes. Yeah. Uh, bonus fun fact. She graduated from New Trier High School. My rival high school. I was going to say, is that in Illinois? Yes, Interesting. it is. Interesting. No, it's in Wilmette. Um, anyway, they she, this, this sweet teen girl, Kim McAfee, uh, she has just been pinned by her high school sweetheart, Hugo. Amazing Buddy. song. What is, you know, what, 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 what is getting pinned a euphemism for? Having sex? That, that was so overt. What I thought it was mean? shockingly overt that they were being like, oh, just got pinned. It, 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 the, no, it means, like, no, it I know means what engaged it means. to be engaged. But that's not what it really means. In my heart, I said that it means that they had sex because I knew that's what you wanted to hear. But in my heart, it will always mean their, like, promise ring. Because I do not have time to think that it's anything else, okay? I don't want to think about that. I approach almost everything from a very innocent place. Mm-hmm. This whole song and scene with the telephone game, no. they are not talking about getting a class ring. Or being given no. a pin. No, I want Gage and I to do this number to announce our engagement. Please. I just want to... <laughs> Did you hear about Anna and Gage? Did they really get pinned? I'm gonna, oh. I want to I wanna, I wanna pull up some of the lyrics for you right now. Okay, she's in love with him. He's in love with Kim. Oh, oh, Did... Oh, wow. Did Go ahead, he read them. the pin on, or was he yep. too shy? Was he too shy? Yep. That's, yeah, it's, um, what is it? It's like, did she kiss him and cry? Did he pin mm-hmm. the pin on, or was he too shy? Dan, I got these lyrics on lock, okay? <laughs> What's the story? Morning glory. What's the word? Hummingbird. Did you hear about Hugo and Kim? Did they really get pinned? Iconic. When they get, when they got you hooked, then you're really cooked. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Hiya, Hugo. Ah, <laughs> you stupid. I love that part where the boys are lifting their weights. <laughs> I really oh. like the way that this song is shot. Yeah, it has Dan energy. And, and the way that it ends with all of them just melting. Why? Yes. I don't know. It's great. Camp. I love it. It's uh, camp. So then, See? I don't know if I would call this camp. Surrealist, maybe. I would have showed up dressed as the entire cast of Bye Bye Birdie if I'd been invited to (laughs) the camp uh, Met Gala. So, Kim now feels like a grown-up woman, not just a (gasps) kid. She calls her mom by her first name and her dad. Um, I was thinking while watching this, if you were in a performance of this, what character do you hope that you would play and what character would you actually play? I'm too old for Kim, but I'd want to play Kim. I'm not Latina. Oh, yeah, so that's a, ignore the age stuff. Oh, okay. Like a high school well, performance. I would want to play Kim. I'm not Latina, so I shouldn't play Rose. But in an all-white school, it's entirely possible. 
I think I would absolutely murder the crowd as Albert's mom. Yes. I think, I, think I would absolutely destroy that role. 100%. Thank you. I really appreciate your support on that. Because I was saying this exact same thing to Gage the other day. Unprompted. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this and I was like, oh, man. I wish that I would. I, people would think that I would be Conrad. I wouldn't be Conrad. I wouldn't be the dad either. I'd just be one of the you producers. Be, no, I think you could be um, Ed Sullivan. Wow. <laughs> He doesn't sing. He doesn't I can sing. sing. You've heard yeah, I know, me but you sing. made it sound like you didn't want to sing. No, it's not that I don't want to sing. Oh. It's that I'm not as cool or as wacky as I think that I am. Oh, I was going off of our skill sets. You're Why funny, you, so I think you could play sing. the dad. I'm going off of my list. I think you could play the dad for sure. I think you'd be really funny as a dad. Thank you. Um... You're too old looking to play Hugo. I could play Albert. You could play Albert. I forgot about him. <laughs> you forgot about the main character of the movie. Yeah. I'm picturing you as the dad, and then you and I would sing the kids' song together. Yeah. I love this production. I can't wait to see it. We'd steal the show. People's grandparents would be like, they're destined for Hollywood. Let's put it on. Coming to Kids Stage in Wisconsin next summer. Can't wait. Bye bye, Birdie. With the Just stars. Dan and Anna performing the whole show. <laughs> yes. Every um, character. So Conrad arrives in Columbus, Ohio, just after the teenage girls sing their song, We Love You, Conrad, as the boys <gasps> sing, We Hate You, Conrad. That's so camp. Come on, Dan. That is. Also, I, I realize I didn't mention this. When Hugo is talking to the boys and says that they got pinned, they <laughs> I'll just start calling him Fink in a very... <laughs> Very slurry sort of way. I was going to say, it's borderline slur, right? <laughs> Get it's the giving fuck slur. out of here, you fucking fink. It's what the fuck is do it you short think for you're rat doing? fink? Like rat fink? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, anyway. Um, it's it giving slur junior. It, it is informally derogatory, according to the Oxford Dictionary. What the fuck does that mean? It comes Which from rat like, fink, um, I assume? Does that just mean, like, it's a mean thing to say? Informally derogatory? I've never heard that term before. I don't know. But does Ratfink derive from it? I don't know. There's a lot to unpack here. Anyway. Uh, Conrad comes into town, and boy, is he hot and heavy, and everyone is horny. Uh, yep, the whole town are just they're coming. <laughs> they he, he sings a song... All around town, hip thrusts his way through. Um, mm -hmm. Every woman faints, including the mayor's wife. Uh, and then we see her after she has fainted, and she is just having a, an episode in bed. Very, There's some good physical comedy going on through here. Yes, this movie's hilarious. Uh, I'm smiling. Can you see me smiling? I can tell, yeah. It's fun. This is a very fun movie. Yeah, but see what I mean circling back to my, my SJW uh, block that I was on earlier? Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's the the meme of the very angry woman with short hair that they always are like, ah, oh, liberals. Ugh, if I don't have Is my that, bike are you lane. Saying, that was are you, you saying that's me? That's you, yes. <laughs> just trying to make sure everybody's feelings are okay, all right? <laughs> I just don't want to make anybody upset. Uh so, even though Kim's dad originally did not want Conrad to kiss her on live TV for obvious reasons. I uh, mean, like, I can't say he's in the wrong here, you know? No. Maybe he wants it for the wrong reasons, but, like, I can't say I disagree with him. Albert comes into their house and promises him that the whole family will be on Ed Sullivan's TV show. Which, <gasps> then he's like, okay, cool, yeah, this adult can kiss my daughter. He's blinded he my by teenage fame. daughter. Well, yeah. Dan, you would kill that role. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> laughing. I'm picturing it. Um, and then Albert tells him that he's actually a biochemist. Uh, that he has developed a miracle supplement for animals that will make a hen lay three eggs a day. They give it to yes. the tortoise who runs out the door. <laughs> that shit's funny. So funny and so dumb. It's camp. It's meth. He invented yep. meth. <laughs> he did. Uh, 
And then Harry, who is a fertilizer salesman, he's a shit salesman. He sells shit. He's mm-hmm. a con man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees a great future for himself marketing this pill with Albert. It's the beginning of a beautiful relationship between the two. Classic. Uh, Hugo feels threatened by Conrad, as he should. Oh. One of We're you is a think-ass s- bitch. The other one is an Dude. international music superstar. We're getting to one of my favorite songs already. Really? Yeah. Kim tells him that he's the one boy for her. That's the song. One boy, one special boy. I like the part where they're like, drink Coke with. Like, that <laughs> fucking slays me. Yes. Like, yes, you're going to drink Coke with your boyfriend. It's so innocent. I know. It is very. This is the opposite of the telephone so yes. it's very innocent. Yes, or when she's like, not two or three. I'm like, yes, girl, you tell him. <laughs> Cheating is wrong. Um, and then Rosie, Albert's girlfriend, who we have forgotten mm-hmm. about, uh, who feels I didn't unappreciated about by him. The movie forgot about her. Um, oh, yeah. She has she a bigger feels... role on the stage show for sure. Yeah, well, they had to take out all the implicitly Hispanic parts of her character. Yeah, that's because they, they wanted to whitewash the cast. They cast the blondest, whitest woman they could find to play her. But they still gave her a wig, didn't I they? I know, yeah. Yeah. Um, he sings, put on a happy face to her, and draws Amazing. happy faces on the screen. I loved that. Amazing piece. Dan, I knew you were going to love that. Did you not know that song going into No, this? I knew the song. Okay, I didn't know it was God. from this. this. That was like the only, after the fact, that was the only thing that I knew from it. That song is Dan O'Keefe core. I'm wearing a shirt that has smiley faces, like a very Mm -hmm. happy shirt right now. Yeah, Uh, period. I stand by what I said. It's Dan O'Keefe core. Thank you. You're welcome. Better that than let's do it for our country from Greece too. Traumatizing, triggering, (laughs) upsetting. I was talking to my dad about Greece. He loves Greece too. My dad thinks Grease 2 is just as good as the first one. Was he sick when he watched it the first time? No. Is that why? Like, he was so delirious that he didn't realize? I I didn't get deep into it. Okay. But it kind of explains why he owns the Grease 2 soundtrack on vinyl. Oh, no, honey, no. Oh, Um, no. Albert's mom shows up, and she is overbearing... Uh, she doesn't Period. want. She doesn't want her thirty-six-year-old teenage son to be stolen from her. I. Iconic character. She is. What's the word I'm looking for? She is an exact caricature of a monster-in-law, and I think that's why I love her. Like yes. she is, the nightmare mother-in-law. She yeah. is a horrible person. She is the worst, and I. <laughs> I love that kind of a villain i love like not villain but i love characters that like side characters that just fucking suck yes like characters that resemble real people Mm -hmm. and i there's nothing i love more than i say this knowing that my future mother-in-law is like the least toxic woman on earth (laughs) but i love when other people have like toxic mother-in-law stories it's fun it's fun to live vicariously through I know. I'm like, and then I go home and I'm like, but not me though. Like, me and Jill, we're good. Don't worry about us. Both of my brothers have just incredibly nice mothers-in-law. And I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. Damn, this is so boring. I want to say, what do you mean, damn? Barb's really nice. Barb is really nice too. All ver- three very nice mother-in-laws. No drama, no stories. I know. My mom likes Gage more than she likes me. Where's the drama? We have none. Very you boring. like Gage more than you like you. That's true. I do. I don't know if that's more of a reflection of him or you, though. That seems like something to be worked out in therapy. Uh, I'm, it's always an uphill battle <laughs> in therapy. Um, then Harry and Albert's mom sing about the problem with kids today. Another as phenomenal piece. she tries to piece. kill herself. A phenomenal piece of, you know, uh, musical theater culture. Yes. Uh, during the rehearsal for the broadcast, Conrad, who is impatient because he wants to live it up in the town, baby, um, he kisses Kin, who swoons and faints as a woman Iconic. does. I would. Hey. 
I've never well, fainted on purpose. <laughs> no, I was I I worded that wrong. I meant to say because of, of the fifties and Conrad and oh I'm right. kissed by him. Oh. oh. Then wake up seizing in bed. Uh literally Hugo tossing and, Kim, and turning. Hugo doesn't like this, they break up. All three assert that they have a lot of living to do. Amazing. Conrad's song. gotta Her fuck outfit? all the women. Pause. She's gotta live it up. Kim's outfit, to me, mm-hmm. ever since I was little, the outfit in this song with the fringe, her body, that's what I thought peak womanhood was. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I don't look like that when I'm an adult, what's the point? Newsflash, I don't. So what's the point? So what's the point? I don't even have that cool outfit. And she's doing her little you could spins do that. and the tassels. You could do the outfit. The outfit's the easiest part. The hair... Dan, her abs look insane. She looks yeah. phenomenal. Of course she does. Man. She's Anne Margaret. She looks phenomenal I in everything. Freaking love that scene. I don't know. She looks pretty rough in Tommy, but that's besides the point. Fair. Um, they are told that the Russian ballet, who is performing before them on the Ed Sullivan show, has a different dance and they need extra time. So they're cutting Conrad's sequence from four minutes to 30 seconds. Classic. No time. No time for him to sing the song, "Kiss Kim." What? That's kind of shocking to me, considering he's like a huge star. No offense to the Russian ballet. Like, I feel like they would be more likely to be cut over at a celebrity. The, the difference at the time was Elvis Conrad. Controversial. TV was true. still trying to think of itself as like a high art medium. That's true. So they would put full ass Russian ballet performances on over some teeny bopper who's singing that makes all the kids rowdy. They don't want to do that. Whereas they don't now they'd be like, up. Harry Styles is here. Turn off the ballet. That's right. Harry Styles has a live sexual performance. Come God. watch him fuck. <laughs> Literally, do you know how many women and men would be lined up to go see that shit? I'd see it. I'd watch it. I don't know if I would. I'd be uncertain. I'd be like, hey, Harry, is that your penis? I'm scared. (laughs) Uh, Albert tries to convince the ballet's manager to shorten the performance. Uh, Who does not agree? There's a funny long-live Stalin, long-live Brezhnev joke. Funny to some. Yes. Some of us are still laughing over earlier jokes or that yes, were long, darker. We long live Khrushchev. It was long live Khrushchev at this point, not Brezhnev. Mm. Thank you, Dan. You're welcome. For I didn't clarifying your upset all my cold error. warriors. Yeah, Dan, come on. Uh, egregious error. So Albert goes to drink his sorrows away at Maud's Madcap Cafe, where Hugo was getting thrown out. Because they will not serve him alcohol. Because he is a child. He's like 15. <laughs> yeah. And I'm pretty sure the, the bouncer is like, come back when you're 25 or something. Wasn't the drinking age like 18? It was 18. But they just didn't mm. like him. I loved it. Um, Interesting. He plays Canasta with Mr. Maud, who is a widower. Interesting. Uh and then Rosie goes back to the cafe for a night to remember. Uh, <gasps> she drinks, a, orders three drinks, drinks one, goes into the Shriners convention that's happening in there. Yeah, this part's weird. <laughs> and then she starts dancing to flirt with them. But her dancing mm-hmm. is too sexy. It's too hot. Mm-hmm. They, they all go animalistic over her. The scene becomes it's... too wild and... Albert has to rescue her from crazed Shriners. I've also had to be rescued from crazed men who usually help children in the hospital. Are they wearing hats? Are they wearing little fezes? They're always wearing a fez. Uh, But because Albert has proven himself now, Rosie tries to come up with a plan to get Conrad's spot back on the Ed Sullivan show, and she does it Mm -hmm. just the way you do. You slip a pill into the conductor's milk. Who just has milk, Dan, besides I, you? Last night I did just have a glass of milk. I li- you hear that? I do. Not milk. And whenever I do a athletic competition, mm-hmm. 
uh, the one thing like afterwards they're like, oh yeah, you can get a free beer afterwards. I don't want that. I just want a no. big old thing of chocolate milk. Well, because it's more hydrating technically, because like the fats and proteins and stuff, right? Isn't that it? That's it's not like... why I want it. I want it because I want oh. chocolate milk. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm not looking for the drink... hydration stuff. Any of that. Okay, Dan's not trying to replenish his body. Got it. No, Back to, to our diet guru milk. channel. <laughs> what we're calling it? Piss and glass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Actually, not available wherever fine podcasts are sold. It's only available on Title. Oh, I thought we were going to start like a pyramid scheme or something. Ooh, Piss and Glass Industries. Mm-hmm. PGI. Mm-hmm. It's a reverse funnel. Sell our extra fatty chocolate milk to help you <laughs> replenish after a workout. Uh, and by workout, I mean falling off of a box. Yeah, and, and getting a boo-boo with your ankle. Yeah, having to lay on the ground in the disgusting gym for a little bit. Uh, so the conductor starts conducting in double time and speeding up the ballet. The audience finds it very funny. Uh, the Russians get offended. Oh, no. And then Conrad gets time back on the show to sing One Last Kiss, which has been composed for him. Mm-hmm. Right before he goes for the kiss for Kim, Hugo making his dramatic return, comes back on stage, punches him out on the live telecast. Iconic. Love it. (sighs) Villain to hero arc. Um, I don't know that I'd say that even, but okay. uh, So Kim and Hugo reunite. Uh, Albert gets permission from his mom to marry Rosie. His own mother. He has to ask. I can't even handle it. I love that idea, though, because it goes against the stereotype of asking the woman's mm-hmm. dad. I do kind of enjoy that. I'm not going to lie. That did give me the old haha. She is now married to Mr. Maud. Quick courtship going on there. Honestly, good for her. They all live happily ever after. And then Kim bids Conrad a fond bye-bye birdie. I love that song. Amazing piece. And that's the movie. That's Bye Bye Bird. Oh my god. Listen. Like I said, there are things that are wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just gonna tell you for the umpteenth time how much I fucking love Bye Bye Bird. <laughs> <laughs> there's sure, nothing there are... so egregious in it that I feel no. like I have to be like, oh my god, it has its there's nothing I feel like I need to point out as like, uh, yeah, we need to we need to like, you know, that part. I'm embarrassed. I mean, like, I am a little embarrassed by the treatment of women. Sure. That's all. That's it. (laughs) That's it. I'm not going to say but. I think of quote-unquote topical content, movies, Mm -hmm. TV shows, like, comedically. Mm -hmm. This has aged far better than most. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, it's still very, like, simple, uh, easygoing movie compared to, like, there are some things that you can't even hardly watch anymore because it's aged like fucking cheese. Yes. But this one, it's got some features of how things were, but it doesn't have violence. It doesn't have racism, really. The stage musical, like you said, is probably a bit more leaning that way than the uh, movie does. Because I don't remember. I'm trying to think. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't think it has anything that I'm like, oh my god, that is horrendous. Yes. Nothing nothing (sighs) like that, which is good. Nothing. Yeah. I just Uh, fucking love it. I mean... Could do you want me have... to tell you the differences between... Yes, please do, because I only know a couple off the top of my head. So, Rosie's name is Rosie Alvarez, and she is explicitly mm-hmm. Latino uh, mm-hmm. in the musical. Uh, she is not in the movie, and they dropped the song Spanish Rose. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's, um, you know, if they were making it in 2023, maybe they wouldn't keep the song, but they would probably keep her Latino, which I think would be the right yes. call. Uh, so... In the movie, Albert is Conrad's agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
in the musical, he is only a talented research chemist, and he helped Bertie achieve success, and then Bertie owes him a favor. Mm. Um, other stuff they changed. The original plot structure was the Ed Sullivan show was the end of the first act. I mean, broadcast. it is really early on, so... Or, I mean, like, the actual show itself The actual broadcast like, is the oh, end of the first act. I don't really understand. Why? That's so fast. Yeah. Uh, and then the end of the movie is very much changed. Uh, so, Hugo runs out on stage and knocks Bertie out. Uh, mm-hmm. Reunites, by the way. Uh, Conrad gets arrested for statutory rape in the musical. And he has to flee in disguise. My mouth is literally agape. Uh, I, don't, I don't like that at all. He should go to jail for rape. Man, I'm just going to go back to loving the movie in peace, Dan. Okay? Yeah. You know, the movie's not perfect, but at least nobody's a rapist. The, yes, yeah, so the movie it ends with the adults arriving to, or the musical ends with them arriving to arrest him for attempted statutory rape. Kim tries to convince them that she is in her late 20s. Oh, my um, Lord Jesus. Is this all over the kiss? And then, yeah. Oh, wait. Okay, pause. I'm back on board. Yes. Uh, and Conrad runs, sneaks away, dressed as a middle-aged woman, so he can report to the army as scheduled. Uh, and that's it. Hmm. Those are some of the differences. Uh, I realize I didn't tell you this. I thought this movie was very fun. I thought this, this was... Uh, a fun time at the movies, light, airy. Uh, all the performances are nice. The songs, they're catchy enough. Um, I think I really like how it is directed, like how it's visually mm-hmm. shot, especially mm-hmm. at the beginning when they're doing more of the interesting visuals, like the, the telephone game in the showers. Um, I think that's a, a very fun set piece. And also when they melt away and when they draw the smiley faces on screen. Um, and John camp, Charles Daly. I still don't think it's camp, but it's no. fun. Not everything well, fun is camp. That is not true. Okay. Everything fun is camp, but everything camp is not fun. You know what I is mean? Is Mission Impossible camp? I've never seen Mission Impossible, any of them. I ha- We're not doing them because there are too many. I know. But I had fun watching Mission Impossible. Does that make then it, it camp? Then it might be camp. Well, then. Um... I do have some trivia for you. Okay. Dick Van Dyke does not really like the movie version that much. He was in the original musical. Oh, okay. But, was he Albert in it? Yeah. He was okay. the only main character who was in both. Uh, he doesn't like it because they changed the script to make Anne Margaret the star. Instead of Albert being the main star. Okay, okay. Well. Whatever. I don't know what to say. Um. Also, Paul Lind, who plays Harry, was in the original Broadway cast mm-hmm. as Harry. Nice. Uh, in the trailer for the movie, it's Anne Margaret singing Bye Bye Birdie against a background of newspapers announcing him getting drafted. Mm-hmm. They didn't have time to perfect the effect in the movie. So when Anne Margaret is singing it, the reason the background is just blue is because they didn't have time to do the effect. They just have the is blue screen as a, the background. I was just going to say, is it just a blue screen? It works. I like it. It does it's, work. I think it's great. I mean, it's the end of the movie. It's like, it's giving the post-movie just at, having fun At the vibes. beginning and the end, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, during tryouts... Oh, no, sorry. That's trivia for the um, actual stage version. There was supposed to be a um, live performance of this during from on NBC. Like, they did the Wiz and Hairspray. Oh, God, those cursed productions. Uh-huh, yeah. go on. Uh, but Jennifer Lopez was supposed to be Rosie. But her schedule Wait, kept getting like pushed back. I feel like I remember this. It never came out. I, sw- I remember them talking about it, though. Yeah, um, it was in production for like three years or in pre-production, yeah. getting pushed they back because Jennifer Lopez was busy and then they had to cancel it. I feel like they haven't done one of those in a long time and I feel like that's for the best. 
I don't think Jennifer Lopez would have been bad as Rosie. I just think that those live TV musicals are cursed every single time. I saw one of them, which was good. Which one? It was Grease. I thought Grease okay. Live was good. Oh, Grease Live that was, was also, good. That was shot very differently than these were, though. Yes. Grease Live Maybe was good. Maybe Jesus Hairspray Christ Superstar. Live was that was all right. They keep showing it on Easter. I really... Gage and I like the arena tour. So, like, John Legend is good, but mm-hmm. he's not as good as the arena tour. Sorry, not sorry. No. Because um, he's too poppy. That's all. It's just poppy voice versus rock voice. The director wanted the producers to cast Rita Moreno as Rosie. Rita Moreno mm-hmm. played Rosie in the original stage musical. Yes. Um, and then the role of the spicy Latino went to Janet Lee. It, Jamie it doesn't Lee make sense. His mother? Right? Is that that person? No. Am I thinking? Janet Lee. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. Jamie Lee Curtis's mother. Yeah, that's what I thought, because she's in Psycho. Yeah. I was thinking because they spell it differently. But Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was like, come again? What are you <laughs> saying? It is, it's, it's just so interesting that they take the explicitly, quote, ethnic character, and they're like, how can we make her as white as possible? <sighs> But still appropriate by giving her a black wig. The the director, his quote is, Blonde Janet Lee, as Caucasian as you can get, could neither sing, dance, nor speak with a Latina accent. So, of course, she'd been cast in the role of Rosie Alvarez, a singing, dancing, Hispanic spitfire, because, well, because. Oh, dear Lord Jesus, baby in heaven. I don't even know what to say. <gasps> I know oh what to God. say. I have a question for you. I'm ready. Would this be better or worse or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as Hugo? Better. I would love to see it. I could see it. I think he's too cocky. I know really? Hugo's also supposed to be cocky, Hugo's but it kind of works. Hugo's kind of a pee-pee head. It kind of works because the guy playing him is not very convincing doing that. So it yeah, all comes kind of off a little... as a show. I mean, let's be honest. He pulled, he snagged such a hottie as Kim. Uh-huh. As Anne Margaret, and he's still sitting here, like, very mm. awkward and very, yeah. Okay, I guess I'll allow it. I guess I can see what you're saying, but I think, like, Hugo's false sense of confidence is why I could see JTT in that role, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he can play the false sense of confidence. And then, better or worse is the same with Jimmy Stewart as Albert? Mm. Worse, he can't sing. Stewart's not really a singer. That's fair, and I feel like for the movie specifically, especially since Janet Lee couldn't do the singing, <laughs> she looks unrecognizable in this it's movie. It's because like, of I'm the dark at, hair. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures of her again compared to the pictures of her with blonde hair, and it's like just unrecognizable. Yeah. Whenever mm-hmm. they say that celebrities go out in public, you wouldn't recognize them. There you go. That's exactly what I'm experiencing right now. God, Anne Margaret looks so much older than all these other girls that are playing <laughs> teens. Yeah, the actress who plays her friend uh, mm-hmm. is not credited in the movie. Classic. But she is very much a teen. Yeah, whereas Anne Margaret is not. How old was Anne Margaret when they did this? Anne Margaret was 22. Yep, and she looks it. Yes. Compared to the sea of children behind her. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? Um. Oh, it wasn't for. Okay, now I'm just looking up everything okay. again to refresh in my mind. Um, I looked at the picture of Anne Margaret's outfit from Got a Lot of Living to Do. Still uh-huh. a phenomenal outfit. Phenomenal outfit. Um, no, I just. I'm just really glad that we got to share this moment, Dan, because I love Bye Bye Birdie. I love the music. A lot of people don't love it because it's so, like, what's the word? Cheesy and. It's very cheesy. Very, like, what people think of when they think of musical theater is this screlting 1950s style, Mm -hmm. just loud musical. I realize I didn't ask. 
Scale of mm-hmm. one to five class pins. Oh, five. Don't, five. don't even. It's going to have five just because I love it so much. You could tell me everything that's wrong with this film on a list, and I would just not accept it. Even though I told you what's wrong. It's one of those things where, like, when I tell you what's wrong with it, it's okay. But if, but if anyone else tell tells you what's you, wrong with it, hands. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I give it a four out of five. It was fun. I liked it. Hmm. That's a good that, score. I'll take it, I guess. Speaking of, I guess, I guess that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. Uh, we did it. We will be back next week talking about real gear shift here, speed. The Keanu Cannot Reeves, wait. Sandra Bullock movie. Cannot wait. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to find us, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and in conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast. I am on Twitter at DanO'Keefe86 and on TikTok at NotDanO'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at AnonymousPrime818, or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for rolling the O and rolling the O and out our zeros. You can also find my dog on Instagram at JesterThePup1017. She's very cute, and I'm still trying to get her brand deals, just like I say every week. So give her a follow so she's more likely to get brand deals, please. Do it. Follow mm-hmm. that dog. Chase it down the street. Oh, no, 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 no. She's she's leash reactive. She'll bark at you. We will be back talking about speed next week. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe and have fun. Bye-bye. Bye. Truly, I cracked one singular egg into the mix.